You're listening to Adventures of an Owner Girl, a Dry Brand Studio podcast. Crisis management is something the average business owner doesn't think about until it's too late. But if this past year has shown us anything, it's that it's important to have a plan in place and be prepared for the unexpected. Nancy and I talk about how to get started on your crisis plan and when you know you're prepared. Crisis management, and we wanted to know why you love doing crisis management so much. Oh, that's such a good question. And the reason that I love it is not because it's crisis. No one likes crisis. But what I love about it is if it's done well, then um, businesses are able to manage crisis effectively. And the most important um, thing about crisis management is the a calm, structured, proactive approach so, but back to the original question, the reason I love it is because if done well, it can be very, very effective, both internally and externally. And I love helping, guiding, coaching businesses through that time when um, can be very difficult on the surface. So it's working with them and helping them recover from that, from a communications perspective. Um, a lot of business professionals see crisis management as a, a, a sort of necessary evil. Um, where do you think crisis management fits in a business's everyday operation? So it's not um, crisis management. To have a crisis management plan is critical because even if you've been fortunate to this point to never have a crisis, and we should define that in a minute, but if you have never had a crisis someday you'll have something that isn't good news and that that's the way crisis is defined it's not you know oh my goodness the building blew up or something like that sometimes crisis can just be very small and how it's defined it's that moment in your business life your business's life when you don't have good news to share it might be difficult news. And that's how I define crisis. So crisis can be a, a really tough word, but um, to be proactive and have a plan in place should you need it. So you don't necessarily need a crisis team on working all the time, but maybe just a crisis plan? Yes, absolutely. Each business. There's no need for a crisis team unless you're a big company who deals with crisis a lot, (laughs) which I, you know, that would be like the government deals with crisis a lot. They need a crisis team. But for most businesses, just to have a plan to sit down and no one likes to do this. It's kind of like creating an estate plan or a will. It says, oh my gosh, if I sit down and do this, that may happen to me, but you need to take a moment in time and create the worst case scenarios and have a plan to deal with that. And that, and the plan can also be very, very simple. What does a crisis management plan sort of look like for a small to medium sized business as opposed to a bigger business? Looking at our current situation and looking at COVID right now, crisis is a big, scary word, but it might just mean that one of your employees is is, um, tested positive. And what happens from there? How do you communicate both internally and externally? Getting ahead of the rumor mill and getting ahead of press to control the narrative 
as it relates to a crisis. So looking at that example, you have an employee who is um, determined to be positive. So you have an operational plan to deal with that, but you have a communications plan. First area of communications is with your employees and give them as much of the facts without sharing details, but yes, this happened and here's how we're going to manage it. And then when the press calls, the worst thing that a business could do is I have no comment because that spins the rumor mill. So the primary point of advice I give to business owners is when something happens, even if, and it's not small if somebody is is, um, determined to be positive, but if, um, if you get a call with something like that, from the media, you do not have to answer right away. I, my number one advice is take a breath, the media calls and it is totally appropriate to say, when is your deadline? Let me get some more information and let me call you back. And even if they say we're going on press right now or we're running a radio show right now, um, it's okay to say, okay, great, Give me 10 minutes to call you back with more details. And even if you don't have more details in 10 minutes, it allows you that time to breathe. Number one, operational, calm, breathe, communications, take the time to create the facts. How do you go about inspecting potential vulnerabilities that that a business might have for something they don't necessarily expect in a crisis? It's a great question. Every business is unique. So to be proactive for crisis management is to sit down and define all the worst case scenario. Do it now, you know, when you're calm, nothing's happening. What are the possible worst case scenarios that could happen? What could go wrong? It's not even worst case scenarios. What could go wrong and make a list of those? And then what the common theme of crisis from there, your business is unique and your worst case or your bad scenarios are unique to your business. But the common theme is then how do I communicate? You might have kind of already answered this question from sitting down and, and being prepared. How do you then know that, yep, I'm prepared as a business owner? When, when you feel confident that you've covered all your bases and nothing will prepare you for when the actual crisis happens. And I have been in so many of them with our businesses because I do love helping them manage this. And I've been in crisis from an operational perspective and I've been in crisis from a communications perspective. The most important, most important is calm and take a breath. Calm, take a breath. And that is really hard because you've got it all on paper and you're feeling good and you're feeling confident. But then when it happens, the most important thing to remember is take a breath. There isn't anything that could happen that you don't have 30 seconds to just breathe and get yourself calm, then pull out the aspects of the plan and how do I communicate from here? Who do I communicate with first? How do I communicate the facts? The phone's ringing. Give me five minutes. I'll call you right back. That's the, I can't stress that enough because I've seen scenarios where people start spiraling in crisis and you know, that's okay. Not everybody is meant to deal with crisis, 
is there a number two who you can help you do that? To wrap up, if a business doesn't know where to get started on their crisis plan and they're really just looking for resources, where's somewhere that they can go? Besides us, obviously. If you're unsure of how to get started, seriously, go to Google. And I do it all the time. I mean, almost embarrassingly, but I'm almost, you know, I love learning. So if there's something I'm not sure of, I search for it. So if a business owner isn't sure how to get started, go on to Google and say how to start a crisis management plan because there's such great resources out there and you can pull up outlines and just start to fill in the blanks. I know that seems like such a small answer, but it's there, those free tools are out there. Go there first, don't be embarrassed. It's okay to say, how do I in your Google search field. You've been listening to Adventures of an Owner Girl. The music for this podcast is created by Soy B. You can find a link to their music as well as where to find us in this episode's description. This podcast is produced by Drive Wind Studio and hosted by me, Kian Duffy. Thanks for listening and see you next time.